Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. (laughs) Keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hi there, and welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia, and today I wanted to talk about self-care ideas for the winter months. I know when daylight savings time hit the other week, I was saying how I felt a lot more drained and I felt uh, more run down and all these different things. So I wanted to develop and put together a list of things that I felt I take advantage of this time of year to help like keep me motivated and keep me alive and feeling like I'm still taking on that self-care attitude as I leave my favorite time of year, which is summer and sunny long days and the beaches and all the things that I love about being a summer baby. And I kind of go into hibernation mode as we all do during this time. So even as I'm recording this episode, which I would normally record around this hour, It's not even five o'clock yet and it's basically dark outside. So during the winter months, we already like want to go into that hibernation mode. So the first thing that I always have to say, my biggest shift that I do is, is staying physically active because a certain time of day will roll around and you're like, oh, I want to open the bottle of wine or, oh, let's have some whiskey because it's whiskey time or, oh, I just it was dark enough already. So I started to turn the TV and I just like got sucked into the couch. Those are all fine things. You can still do all of those things, but staying physically active is something that's like very important. And I notice when I'm more upbeat and I'm in a better state, being physically active is definitely one of the reasons that like keeps me motivated and keeps me going. But the difference is, is I could go to a workout at 6 p.m., 7 p.m. I can go to a workout in the middle of the afternoon in the summertime or or whatnot because you're already hot, you're sweaty, you're doing your thing. The days are still light at that time when you're taking those classes. Whereas during the winter, I have to make that shift and I have to make that choice the night before to pick a class to go to in the morning. So I kind of more or less, at least if I can go to two classes a week, it usually makes me feel a little bit more centered and grounded. Doug finally is back, which I know I talked about a bit before, but since he's back, he's been taking me go out on the walks. And I've even noticed the past couple of days since he's been back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really, if I'm not going to go to the gym, I was so used to walking for so long. Then I got my car And then I was only walking when I was walking Nico. So I've now lost the walking even too, because like Doug and I are both doing it. And since he's been home, he's been the only one really doing it. So 
getting physically active and just me strategically taking the time to plan out what classes do I want to take in the morning or if I can wake up and do some simple movements or take Miko that day and like get out wrapped up and like get on a jog with her or something like that. So staying physically active is my number one because you notice this in yourself and I definitely notice it too is like I am much happier when I'm in physically better shape, but I'm more energized because of it, because, you know, you're releasing those natural endorphins and you're getting yourself motivated and you're doing all those wonderful things that are, that are keeping you vibrant during this time. So number two, I would say is something that I just recently posted on my Instagram is bring in your plants. So I know we all have, if you have a garden, which I do not have, I'm very jealous of. I live in an apartment and sometimes you have your plants all out on your balcony or you have them all out on your patio at home. Bring them in in the wintertime. I would suggest getting house plants that don't need a ton of maintenance. I just recently got some new succulents and it was a perfect time of year for me to bring those plants in and repot them because they actually need self-care too. And during winter months, plant growth, I'm sure you notice this just from like observation, but it starts to slow down naturally and it doesn't grow as fast. It doesn't need as much water. Um, it doesn't get as much sunlight clearly even in the windowsill. So bringing in some plants that don't need too, too much maintenance will help brighten up your space inside. It's something that I, I, you see it with any interior design. They always brighten things up with, you know, fake succulent plants or anything like that. Get yourself some real ones. I went over to Home Depot to get some the other week. You can go to like Lowe's or anywhere like that. Don't spend a fortune on them. You know, I'm always talking about like, being bougie on a budget or like, you know, still finding ways to do self-care on a budget and just buy yourself some new soil and a couple new plants, planters and move those planters over and get some new small ones to replace in your smaller planters and just enjoy during this time getting your hands a little bit more dirty than we're used to as as we go into these these moments and and it has it really has brightened up my space on the inside I love having that stuff in the windowsill it's really cute in the bathroom it's it's a beautiful way for me to brighten up my apartment with life during this time of of darkness right so number three, and this is something that I also posted recently on my Instagram is organizing your winter clothes. So we're putting away all of our summer clothes and we're pulling out all of our winter clothes. And I refolded my entire like Lululemon shrine of a wall of a closet. And I was laughing during the whole time being like, yeah, I'm a little obsessed with this. So I had done like a little trending reel about being obsessed with my Lululemon products and what my fiance thinks every time I say I brought home a new color or new shade of pink from Lululemon. But organizing those winter clothes, it's not shopping, right? So I think we always get excited for cyber deals and it's Thanksgiving and you want to buy new stuff and you're pulling out new things from your closet, but you realize you're looking at an entire different wardrobe than you've been grabbing and gravitate, gravitating towards on a daily basis when you were pulling out your spring and your summer dresses and all that cute stuff. So there's so many things to get excited and fun about. Again, you don't have to buy all your new winter clothes, maybe add in a sweater or two here and there, but you have all these new clothes to look at. So organizing them and really going through and deleting ones that no longer serve you, which I'm constantly having to work on. I've gotten a lot better at it, but 
you know, giving some stuff away to Goodwill. If it's in great condition, sell it on Poshmark, all those or all those different websites that you can do stuff like that. But that'll get you excited about all the new outfits that you're going to get to wear. And it's also going to help you feel a little bit more organized and clean. So let's let the summer dresses go and let's pull out our sweaters. And that's something that just like makes me feel really good and cozy. So that is the next thing on the list is just getting cozy. You want to create a mood for yourself with the right lighting. You can watch your favorite holiday films. Make sure you have a nice like fuzzy blanket. If you don't have one, you can always like get something decently priced at like home goods or you know, you can go to a bunch of different department stores. We have all the outlets here. So I'm only always looking at like Pottery Barn and West Elm because they have some really cool stuff in there. But just get yourself some cozy type of things to like enjoy your your space and everything. Right. So I would say the next thing that that leads me into from that cozy round is is getting into a clean space. So when Doug first came home and dropped all his stuff and had it in the bedroom, it wasn't that I didn't want to like welcome him and make space for things, but it was overwhelming because the apartment is so small to begin with that like any type of clutter, which I already do myself with the laundry, um, any type of clutter can just really get like my anxiety levels high. So in order to get the space cozy for the holidays, we, you know, decorated everything and had like the Christmas tree brought up and I was putting it all together and all the Christmas decorations are up, meaning that all like the extra lighting is up and everything looks nice and cozy. So we have that turned on usually, you know, before the lights get dim and as it's getting darker outside, we have all this bright, beautiful holiday cheer. And Within that, Doug had his new items that were over in the corner and they're just kind of like sitting there cluttered. And what I really wasn't frustrated about him being home and like us now sharing a space that we've never really truly shared before. We've shared another apartment, but that was in Manhattan, is that we wanted to make sure to have his stuff in the right spot. So we're able to get cozy and we're able to get cleaned up because any room that you're in, like when you want to get creative, when you want to get things done, whether you work from home or whether you are, um, you know, any of the, th- any of the, if you're doing anything creative at home, I think the biggest thing that I always say is that your room should be a space that energizes you. So wherever my space ever was, if it was not put together, things weren't put away, I wasn't very energized and I just like put on the blinders and and like zoned out because Doug, as we were like pulling things out and putting things away, he's like, you've had a year and a half to do this. It hasn't been quite a year and a half. It's been like 14, 15 months. But like he's like, you've had a year and a half to do this. And I said, you have to realize that like I just as long as it was away, like doors were closed and things were away. It wasn't in my my hindsight. Like I couldn't see it visually and it felt like everything was away and everything was clean which is why I constantly bring up like knifing the pillows and folding the blankets at the end of the the night and making your bed in the morning and doing all these things because that makes the space feel like it can energize me as opposed to a bunch of clutter like you're never going to do anything productive in a cluttered space so like that's why people come in and organize people's closets and lives it's like you can't be productive unless you're in a space that like brings you zen and brings you breath right So don't 
don't hoard all the things, find a space for everything and take some time to clean up your room. This is a perfect time of year to do that and try to get motivated together. I mean, Doug being here and talking to me about it helped because I had someone kind of pushing me to get started with it, helping me with it. And then I kept going past that. So another thing that I'm going to literally do in this moment that I've talked about on the podcast, literally had an entire episode on it back in the beginning is hydrate, 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 uh, drink water often because this time of year, we want to hold on to the cozy things, right? So we're having our tea in the morning or our coffee in the morning. We're still a little cold. So we want to have another cup of tea or another cup of coffee. We are now very dehydrated at this point. So waking up in the morning, going for that lemon wedge, squeezing it into your glass, adding water in there, drink the water, get yourself nice and hydrated while your coffee's brewing, then have your cup of coffee, have another cup of water, This is the time of day like you see people often during this time of year, like making themselves like a martini in the middle of the day or having some whiskey in the middle of the the day or drinking a glass of wine in the middle of the day. It's because it feels cozy and it feels comfortable. Try to find a way to add more water into your life, whether that's different supplements. There's a brand out there called water, whether whether you want to put if you want to put emergencies in your water so you can drink that. We broke it up a little bit today by having some tea as well. I had like gone to China before COVID and I got really into tea for a bit. So we were making um, some tea that I still have at this time and just making sure that you're drinking that water. I have it on an app on my phone too, where I can calculate the water that I have throughout the day, because this is the time of year that my scalp gets insanely dry. This is the time of the year that my face gets dry. I never get oily. I just always get dry. And that just really breaks down to drinking water. If you are a contact wearer like myself, your contacts will get dry because you're dehydrated. And Everything you want to do that you normally only started doing at like 7 p.m. in the summer is now vamped up to like 5 p.m. So there's two hours less in your day of you normally drinking water, right? So hitting that workout, going all the way back to the beginning and staying physically active, you're going to drink and intake so much water in your morning then to just set you up for success for lots of hydration. And then to be the opposite of physical activity, number seven on my list is rest. Um, it's my number one non-negotiable. And this is the time of year where I definitely find myself going to bed more at like 10, 1030 at night. Every once in a while, I'll stay up till a whopping like midnight. And that's super rare if I'm like strategically, you know, working on something for any of my social media platforms or for the podcast, like then I get a little too into it. But if I'm usually watching TV, if we start TV around like eight, eight thirty at night, I'm usually ready for sleep at eight, at 1030. And what's hard is I usually wake up with the sun. So when this time of year rolls around and I don't really want to get up even at 7am. So that's something that you have to just listen to your body. And this is the one time of year where we do rest a little bit more in the summer. I'm like game, I'm ready. I go to sleep later. I wake up, um, earlier. I'm I'm always like that. I'm still sleeping for like about seven to eight hours a day. But during the winter months, there are some times where I can sleep more like eight to nine hours a night. 
So, but allow your body to do that. We have this time of year to rest and to hibernate in a sense. So enjoy that rest time that you have too. And speaking of rest, my number eight is quiet time and quiet time's a blessing. <laughs> Douglas is so good at quiet time and doing things with himself. And I'm realizing that more and more now that he's back here too, that quiet time is such a blessing because it gives us a chance to enjoy slowing down and appreciating that time, whether that's quiet time for you in the morning so you can journal, quiet time for you to meditate, quiet time when you go out on a walk. Um, you know that I said like one, I would, I like to get things done during my walk, but I also had those walking meditations because I wanted some time by myself. And, um, sometimes I take walking time to call and catch up with a bunch of different people. But other times I'm like, I just need to like breathe and enjoy the sunlight and, and, and do my thing. And even right now, even though I'm talking on the microphone too, like Doug is currently enjoying quiet time in the other room by himself because like this is time for him to like de-stress even though he's just trying to give me some space so I can record the episode but it is so wonderful to have that and it's such a blessing when you do have it especially if you have kids or if you have a really stressful job like take the time to enjoy that quiet time know that it's a blessing and appreciate it it might only be when you're in your shower and those 10 minutes in the shower really use all your senses and relax like really enjoy that time moving right in to number nine I'm not even trying to do this on purpose but soothe your senses I flood my apartment this time of year with candles and um, we had an air diffuser that we used to use all the time that I still can't find somewhere amongst my packaging but I had asked for it for Christmas um, Sage had just teamed up with Lululemon and they have all these fabulous scents that like literally my nostrils are like engulfed in love. So <laughs> they have so many different scents that you can get. Um, you could also buy like scents on Amazon. They have like a beautiful holiday collection that we bought for our diffuser at Lululemon at the store. I go out to home goods every year and I literally like sit in the candle aisle. Like Doug thinks I'm a crazy person. And I will go through all the different scents and I'll pull some that like smell more like cedar and woodsy. And then I have like Fraser fur ones for Christmas. And I had all the different like pumpkin and spices and like orange flavors and like mold cider for Thanksgiving. And we're just about to migrate into the more smoky and Fraser fur kind of scents for the holiday. But I, I truly think soothing my senses during this time is like a massive form of like what makes the room cozy. I love the lighting element of it. I have um, the reeds that have the oil, the oil reeds as well. I have a bunch of those around the house. It just, it makes everything smell a little bit better. I mean, we all know that we walk into a house and you know if it smells good or if it doesn't like, or you noticeably can smell something. So that's a great time of year too. If this is something that you can't do, it's a great time of year to like make things like chili or anything in your crock pot. Like this evening we're having enchiladas and we haven't had them since New York. So Doug's had the crock pot on all day with pork in it and it smells like absolutely divine. And I will be putting a reel up of that on my Instagram with our recipe that we use. But yeah, it's, it's just wonderful to have those senses because that is always making me stop and enjoy. I just recently got an Apple watch and 
the Apple Watch tells you to breathe throughout the day. So you actually take a time where they have you sit, stop and focus on breathing. And, and the watch can literally tell if you didn't stop or like if you keep moving. So I think that that's such a, a cool thing to stop and like smell those scents. So I have um, even like a little roll on scent that I have from Sage as well right now. That's just like a de-stressor to like calm me down. And if I'm in the middle of a crazy work day, you know, we just had Black Friday. I work in retail. So when I came back from that and I used that scent on my wrist as I just like quickly used the ladies room in the middle of the shift, it brought me back to a sense of calm and grounded and um, was just able to conquer more of the stress that was like thrown at me that day. Right. Because it's just a big stressful day. So. The last thing on my list is visualizing warmth. So this one's going to sound odd. Um, I do things in warm locations during this time too. Like I purposely do take a Bikram class this time of year or some hot vinyasa club flow class this time of year or maybe like get into the pool this time of year. Um you know, if there's a hot tub anywhere, like when you go get a massage or different stuff like that, but athletes actually do this too. It's something that if you sit and you're actually visualizing being warm, like, like even Wim Hof with his breathing techniques, will do stuff like that. The place restore yoga here in Lancaster, which restore wellness is an actual chain. So you can find it anywhere near you, but restore is a great place to go. They have um, infrared saunas. They have all these different things. So these are things you can do that are warm that I'm listing, but actually sitting there and visualizing warmth is what athletes will do during certain times to like keep their muscles warm and it actually will work. So I constantly, as much as I can visualize warmth because I have a really poor circulatory system. Like my circulation is not great. My nose is usually always cold. My fingertips are cold. My toes are cold, but the more I visualize warmth when I'm in a colder scenario, if I'm outside doing an activity or with a dog park, or we were sitting outside with the dogs the other day at blade and spade, having brunch, if I can visualize warmth a little bit more every like few minutes and just kind of like take some time to reground and like think about being warm, I'm usually a lot warmer than thinking about how freaking cold I am. And that's with anything, right? It's like, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. I'm thinking I'm stressed. I am really stressed. I'm stressed, I'm stressed. Or do we more or less release that stress by saying, I'm stressed right now. Like, let me breathe and taking our minds off of that, right? So just visualizing that warmth. So these were my top 10 self-care ideas for the winter months. And I hope that you liked all of them. Maybe one of them called to you a little bit more. You have any questions about any of them. You can always DM me on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. And I only just recently started. I'm, I'm looking into it a little bit more, but I am on TikTok now. Same handle. And I'm just getting into that. It's a great resource for a lot of things. So I'm hoping to drop um, a lot more short content in there as far as what self-care is, more like day in the life of different things and showing you ways that you can, you can apply self-care into your daily habits. 
And if you have any other things that you would like to hear about on the show, you know where you can find all those places, but please throw those comments to me in a DM. I always love hearing things that you're looking towards. And I hope this one helped. I know a lot of people were saying they weren't feeling so stimulating right now. So I thought these ideas for the winter months were super strategically planned around what people had already asked for me to kind of talk about as we go into this month. And then as we get more into the next year, I'm going to go back, as I was saying earlier, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about wedding stuff and wedding planning and self-care that goes into being a bride because it's it's a lot to plan your wedding. Speaking of which, I need to get off of the microphone so I can order my invitations, which has been um, something I procrastinated on. So I must do that now. So enjoy the rest of your week. I hope you had a fabulous Thanksgiving filled with love and um, graciousness because this is a time of year to be grateful. We get a little greedy about buying a bunch of things this time of year and giving and giving and giving, but we need to remember to be grateful for what we do have and um, just appreciate this time of year. So Get cozy, get your lighting going on, stimulate your senses, turn on a holiday movie, get decorating if you haven't done so already and enjoy this holiday season. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.